This is the Diary of an Entrepreneur and one person's quest to build a successful content production business from the ground up. It's been well over 10 years in the making and we still have some way to go. It's going to be quite the journey. So there's been a break of almost 12 months since the last episode, but finally we are here. Episode 14. I'm Danny Lacey, the CEO and founder of content production company Starter Media, and I've been working tirelessly for many years now to build the business from the ground up. It's been a whole load of blood, sweat and tears, and I decided to document the whole thing, sharing information that, let's be honest, most other business owners would not dream of sharing. So, in this episode, I'm going to take a look back at what I've been up to over the last 12 months. Don't worry, I'll try and keep it short and sweet. Dealing with the pains of a fast-growing business, moving office, and uh, a few extra business learnings in there too. So, the business has grown 40 to 50% year on year for several years now, and this has meant a whole load of growing pains And right now, we're going through our biggest period of growth ever, which is fantastic. We can't complain about that. However, uh, the demand on our service is bigger than ever. We've got the most staff that we've ever had. We're in bigger office space than ever before. Sales and revenue are bigger than ever before. Debt and operating costs are bigger than ever before, and so on and so forth. So I wanted to start this podcast with this statement, and this is a really important statement that I've been using and sharing with the team uh, in the business for a while now, really trying to get it into their psyche. And the statement is, every single thing we do will be scrutinized, reviewed, improved, and rehearsed until we are working to the absolute best of our abilities. And it really does sum up our efforts over the last 12 months as we continue to build the best business we possibly can. I am OCD on that statement, but for a very good reason reason. Not to be an arse, not to be a dictator, a a powerhead or whatever. It's just what I believe we need to do to create the best possible business that we can create. And like I say, it sums up all of our efforts over the last 12 months and currently what we're going through right now. It's shaping our internal development, our systems, our processes, and it's had a profound effect on how we operate the business. Now, here's the thing. I'm not, and this is a constant battle for business owners, people growing a business, working with people, but I'm not convinced entirely that it is fully settled into the psyche of the whole team. I do keep reminding the team and reminding them of just how important it is and how it's shaping the growth of the business, uh, but also influencing the way that we develop and review team performance. And it's really, really important. It's key. It has a massive effect on appraisals that we do with the team, that their personal development, team development, department development, systems and processes uh, development. And, you know, it's, it's, I, I really, I'm trying to hammer that message home. And I'm hoping that for the most part, people understand when it has been shared and display and, and, um, uh, um, and, 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 given to the team that they're taking it on board and, and I guess respect what it is that we're trying to achieve. So the statement, that statement is definitely a truth in the business. We are scrutinizing 
everything that we do, right down to the granular detail. Everything will be reviewed. It will be improved and it will be rehearsed until we are the best that we possibly can be. We're not one of those businesses that's just a standard Monday to Friday, nine to five, clocking in, clocking out, doing the bare minimum, doing it by numbers. We are insanely ambitious. We won't achieve our incredibly ambitious goals unless the entire team and all our systems and processes are fully behind and supporting the effects of that statement. And it's a statement that's going to be with us, I think, throughout the rest of the life of this business. Um, so, yeah, that I just wanted to share that because I think it's it's really important. And um, uh, and I think it's important in, in every business to have a similar kind of statement. What are the things that you need to be doing as a business to be able to improve and to get better? And, and then how do you take it up a couple of notches? Because a passive mission statement that just says the usual standard stuff isn't really going to hit home, I don't think. It needs to be something a little more, not out there, but it definitely needs to be something that has a bit more of an impact. Anyway, so listen, right now we are in the final month of our financial year. And even though our revenue is well up on the previous year, we are a little short on the end of year target, which we set uh, at the uh, last year of 850k. So our year runs April to March. Uh, we're almost at the end of March. As I record this, today is the 10th of March. Uh, so we've got 20 days or so to go. And I don't think we're going to hit the 850k, which is disappointing. But however, uh, there are good reasons uh, for that with things like COVID. Um, We had the back end of COVID last year, the lockdown, moving office, uh, postponed live action projects that we were supposed to do, but then we went back into a lockdown and that had a knock on effect. And the sales team having many distractions through the year, and it was just myself and Ben in the sales team and... um, you know, sales is a full-time job. And when I'm concentrating on running the business and dealing with putting out fires, and then you've got Ben, who's on this roadmap to become managing director, and and he's taking on more responsibilities as the the year goes, it's very easy to take your eye off the ball. And the minute you have a gap in that sales pipeline, it could be the smallest of gaps, smallest of dips. Imagine the sales pipeline as a conveyor belt. um, And, you know, if you have little gaps on that, that conveyor belt will eventually catch you up and can create little uh, what I call cash flow bubbles. So, um, but we are ending the year on a high. We had a record sales month in January, the, the biggest amount of sales we've ever done in the history of the business. We've had an impressive February and already way ahead of target so far in March. And we've brought in a third salesperson, uh, James, who started in January and he's already acquiring lots of new clients and he's way ahead of where he should be. And it's creating an additional demand on the business, which again is uh, not the kind of problem that I would ever moan about, um, that's for sure. So the lower than expected sales results in the middle of the year has had a knock-on effect on cash flow, which has meant that we've had a few tight months to deal with where we've had to be as frugal on spend as we can be and teething problems as we take the business um, up to the next level, which I think is pretty standard for a lot of businesses that don't have stacks of disposable cash at their fingertips, which we are one of um, of those. Now, as I've mentioned, uh, and I've mentioned this in previous uh, episodes, we're growing the business quickly. We're reinvesting our profits back into the business, which means money in and money out can be incredibly close 
um, in in some months. Some would look at that as a gamble. Uh, some would look at that and say that's a bit crazy. Um, but it's the way I want to grow the business. I I, I want to move quickly and I want to reinvest and I just don't want to be sat thinking about things for too long. I just want to move. It does mean we're slightly vulnerable in parts, um, only to like what I call little cash flow bubbles. But we have the ability to be able to dance around those and uh, and find ways through and, and out the other end of those, which is exactly what we're going through um, right now. Now, there is a... Um, um, so yeah, so the, like I said, the, there's the, the cash flow bubble, and I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but we're reinvesting all those profits back. Now we're looking at the minute at financing options to help cushion any difficult periods that the business goes through uh, to ease pressure on cash flow and to keep my stress levels under control. Now this is the kind of thing, by the way, that most business owners wouldn't admit to and wouldn't talk about in public. And so I'm literally hanging out my dirty laundry here. But I think it's important to share this sort of stuff because let's be honest, most businesses, and I think this would be a very high percentage, go through it. And to hide from it is ridiculous. And it doesn't matter how big the business, it could be, you could be, your revenue could be in the tens of hundreds of millions. And some businesses still struggle with that cash flow because they're spending tens and hundreds of millions. And so I think it's really important to talk about these sorts of things. And it doesn't mean the business is in bad shape. It doesn't mean the business is going belly up or anything. It just means that there's difficult periods that a business has to deal with because what we've got going on behind the scenes is incredible. The amount of work that we've got coming in, the growth of the business is just absolutely insane. Keeping on top of that is proving quite a challenge at the minute, but it's a good challenge to have. So we're looking at the financing options to, to help cushion that, to, to reduce my stress and to, to ease the pressure on cash flow. And you really do feel it mentally and physically as well when cash is tight. And, and here's the important thing to remember. When it's just you on your own as the, as the, as the owner and the head of the business, all roads lead back to you. And what you find is when you go through cash flow problems, uh, issues, difficult months, it has a massive knock on effect on you mentally and physically. And when cash is tight, it can distract you from running the business. I don't care what anybody says, you know, even the strongest of people, and I class myself as quite a strong-willed person. I'm confident and I can deal with stress, but even I have moments where it's like, I just, my brain just shuts down almost and, and it's really difficult to focus on the other things of um, growing and, and running a business. So um, we're looking at that and how we can ease that. And we've got systems in place at the minute that is definitely helping with that. There's a massive demand on our services right now as well. And we're working hard behind the scenes on development and recruitment to keep uh, enabling us to deliver wow for our clients, which is what we're doing uh, in, a, in an abundance right now in, in, in bag loads. Our head of talent is busy populating the recruitment pipeline as we need to add new talent in our, especially in our studio uh, department. That's the designers, it's the videographers, it's the editors, it's the animation. Uh, again, we, you know, we, we're almost reaching capacity at times and we want to make sure that we're flexing around that and that we, uh, we're not turning work away because that would be devastation for me having to turn work and touch wood. We've not had to do that yet, by the way, but I don't like the idea of us having to say no, especially now. I think the long-term plan is eventually to get to a stage where we're comfortable enough financially, comfortable enough where we are, where we are in our growth to be able to say, no, we're at capacity now and uh, there's a waiting list. And you, So I'm, I'm happy for us to get there eventually, but right now we need that cash coming in. We want that cash coming in so that we can grow the business. And so the team are having to work hard to make sure we can keep up with that demand because I'm not going to be happy if we have to turn any work away. And again, so far, we've not had to do that. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, our head of talent is busy looking at recruitment 
uh, keeping the recruitment pipeline uh, uh, populated. And what I mean by that is just keeping an eye out of who's out there, who's looking for work, what talent's out there, uh, new talent coming out of college and university, and just having conversations, getting people in, having a chat, keeping people on our radar so that when we do have to pull that, uh, press that button for recruitment, we've already got a, an already grown bag of talent, a pool of talent that we can tap into and uh, and, and speed that recruitment process up because we have to move quickly sometimes so um but also remaining mind, mindful of the pull on company finances there's nothing more expensive than payroll in a business um, one of the biggest developments and i do believe that this will help move the needle for the business is uh ben jews who works for us taking on uh, the full-time role of managing director from this april so literally at the end of this month now ben's been taking on more and more responsibility over the last 12 months and now pretty much, to be fair, 95% running the day-to-day of the business. And this is having a massive effect on my time, freeing me up to dedicate my time to do the best job that I can as CEO and head of the business, leading the business forward, making sure that we're achieving those visions, uh, that, that vision, the goals, without having to do the, all of the, or as the majority of the work as far as like admin and all those types of and the day-to-day operations side of the business, which just takes so much time and distra- and can distract me from what I'm here to do. And that's um, be the visionary, I guess, of um, of the business. Now, I see the MD role as a, a very much a protector, an instigator role, um, and almost a, f- and a firewall as well. And let me explain this. Um, for the CEO, for the owner of a business, I think it's important if you are head of a business and you it's a small business and you're growing and you're employing, and you're getting up to 10, 15, 20 staff, I think eventually having an MD there acts as that protector, that firewall, that ring fence around you uh, to protect you from things that you've had to deal with day in, day out. So dealing with the day-to-day tasks of HR, finance, operations, and so on, and then obviously dealing with the issues, any issues in the business, uh, freeing up my headspace uh, to deal with the, the bit that I'm good at, and that's growing the business, the visionary side of things. And I tell you what, it, let me tell you, it is working an absolute treat at the minute. I'm able to do this sort of stuff. It's it's freeing up my time to concentrate on creating more content like this that has definitely had an impact on our marketing. It's definitely opened doors in the past, but it continues my pledge to share this journey um, of growing a business. There's lots of content out there of people that have already grown their business and now they're talking about their success stories and not many that are actually sharing it as they're actually going through it, which was the whole point of this. Uh, something else uh, that's on my radar right now is growth through acquisition. I am actively looking for owners of video production companies right now across the UK who just want to get out of their business. They've had enough they've no energy for running a business or they just want to move on, all right? They're just at that stage. They've gone through the the hard slog of running a business, but the cash flow issues, recruitment issues, sales, marketing, and they're just like, I've had enough. I want to get out. I want to move on and do something different. So we're looking for businesses that fit our acquisition model of uh, no money down for regular payments, depending on the state uh, of the business. So what the one thing that we're not looking for is for companies that have had huge amounts of success, have potentially overvalued the uh, value of the business and they want ridiculous amounts of money for a purchase. That's not the kind of business that we're after. We physically don't have the resources financially to do that. We're looking for businesses that 
want to, because closing a business down can be really difficult and quite expensive. And would you want somebody who's um, just wants to get out? And it might be that the business has a little bit of debt, but the EBITDA is pretty strong and that we can come in and we can make a difference and we just come to an arrangement. And so I'm actively outreaching to a lot of business owners and do things like this, just sharing the fact that I'm in that market for this. And if anybody is interested, they'll get in touch. Anyway, there have been many more lessons learned and experiences and knowledge gained over the last 12 months. And I'll be sharing it all on future episodes, including the return of the video version of The Diary of an Entrepreneur, which I'm busy filming right now. I think we're five weeks in. So keep your eye on my website for more details. And that's www dannylacy.business and that's it and I tell you what one thing that's happened over the last two months I'm definitely f- less fitter than I was <laughs> I'm running out of breath just talking I do talk quick though to be fair anyway listen thank you for listening to this episode of the diary of an entrepreneur an open and honest account of how I'm attempting to grow a business from the ground up and I must stress really important that I get this bit across I'm not trying to teach you anything there are a lot of great teachers out there who have run very successful businesses I'm not one of those alright I'm just sharing my journey and if it most motivates you or educates you let's say indirectly in any way then that's great that's job done you can follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform i'm all over social media and if you want to reach out to me directly then you can drop me an email my direct email address is danny lacy at stardomedia.co.uk that's danny lacy at stardomedia.co.uk if you do a google search you will find me thanks again for listening and join me on the next episode of the diary of an entrepreneur 